0: From the Department of Theater and Film at the University of Mississippi, this is Stage and Screen.
1: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Stage and Screen. I'm your host, Katherine Stewart, and my guest today is Nicole Fava. And she is a little bit of a twofer because she is not only an alum of the department, she graduated in 2019, but she's currently visiting us from New York as a guest artist choreographing our upcoming production of Legally Blonde. So we talked about her time in the program and we talked about this spectacular musical. I will put more information about the show and how you can see it in the show notes. Stick around and here's Nicole. Hi Nicole, thank you so much for taking time to chat with me today. Hi, of course, I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. So um, if you wouldn't mind just to kind of kick us off, could you introduce yourself, tell us who you are and where you're from and how you got into theater?
0: Yeah, so like she said, my name's Nicole Fava. I am from Aliso Viejo, California, which is in Orange County. Um, I grew up there my entire life and went to Ole Miss in (laughs) 2015 through 2019, I guess. Mm -hmm. I graduated in 2019 and with a BFA in musical theater. And I started doing theater, gosh, when I was like in kindergarten. I just had a lot of energy and I... Loved attention as a little girl. <laughs> so my mom's like, we've got to do something with this. So she put me in like the school play when I was in kindergarten, which was Thumbelina. And I was Thumbelina, <laughs> like the smallest little girl in the entire world. And I guess I just kept doing it and fell in love with it and never really thought I was gonna do anything with it. And then fast forward here I am. <laughs>
1: So, wow, how did you end up choosing Ole Miss all the way from California?
0: Yeah, so I first was looking at schools, and my main thing was I wanted something different than Southern California, and I knew I didn't want to be, like, in a big city. I wasn't ready for that yet. It was a little scary. So I also wanted to, in high school, a little early on in high school, wanted to be, like, a cheerleader Hmm. and do co-ed cheerleading. So I was looking at schools with like a big football team and I thought I was going to do major in special education and be a cheerleader and went to Ole Miss, fell in love. I was like, this is exactly what I wanted. This is uh, a, sorry, there's sirens (laughs)
1: everywhere. It happens.
0: (laughs) Especially in New York. Um, It's atmosphere. (laughs) Yeah. I wanted, I wanted to go somewhere outside of like Southern California, outside of anywhere that I knew anyone. And I wanted to go somewhere where I probably would not go again for like that long period of time. Mm -hmm. So like, I wanted to be independent, go somewhere completely new and different. And I wanted like a big football school. Wow. And then toured it and it like fell in love. And then was like, maybe cheerleading isn't my path. Maybe special education isn't my path. And then auditioned for the Theater Merit when I was in high school and was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. I love everyone. The teachers are so nice. I made friends already. Like I have to do theater. (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of how I ended up at Ole Miss and also
1: doing theater. Yeah, I love that. So, so once you decided that you were going to commit to doing theater, did you have certain expectations or goals for doing a theater degree?
0: Yes and no, because I had changed my mind kind of later on. And I did go in being like a little unsure of myself in the theater world. So I went in and I was like, oh, I'll just play it safe. I'll do a BA in theater arts. That way I can do like a minor in education or something that will like give me a little something to fall back on if I'm not, if I'm not cutting it, if I'm not making the cut. So then I, we did the auditions for the first show and it was hair and it was hair at the Ford center. And I got a part and I was in the show and this is funny because I always talk about this with another girl that graduated with me at the same time. We say like one of the most defining moments that I can actually like pinpoint that, that I remember the details of and could say like, this was a changing moment in my life was opening night, stepping on stage that first night, we like looked at at each other from across the stage and we're like, oh my God, this is exactly what we're supposed to be doing. Like, I don't want to do anything else. So right after our opening night, like the next day, I think I emailed Renee or Michael Barnett, someone who was in charge of the musical theater program at that time. Mm -hmm. And I said, I want to switch to a BFA. And then now- Again, now we're here. That's just the
1: the saying of the podcast. Now we're here. Exactly. Exactly. So that actually leads into my next question, which aside from that, what are some highlights of your time in the program here?
0: Oh my gosh. Everything, everything. Obviously I first have to say, I made some of the best friends that I will ever have, like that are still my best friends to this date. And we live together. We, we still talk, we make time to see each other, even if we're not in the same state, like that's first and foremost. I made the best friends ever. I would say second would just be every single production that I did at Ole Miss, specifically things like I, when I was in Chicago and I got to be the assistant choreographer or when I was doing zombie prom and got to sing for the first time on stage at Ole Miss or All the Mississippi, the dance companies, I was kind of under the belief at Will Miss that whatever you put into it, you get out. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I want to be involved in everything. I wanted to make the, do the, all the student run things, and I wanted to do Mississippi, the dance company. I wanted to do choreography and I wanted to do, be in the plays and I want to be in the musical. So I worked really hard to be involved in a little bit of everything. And then it wound up that I was, and I got all that experience by doing that kind of stuff. So I, I loved it. I loved everything that I did there. I honestly, every show that I did, every thing that I like volunteered for to help out with, I really did love love it so much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, what have you been doing since graduation? I know there's been a pandemic and that has yes. everybody on hold.
0: Yeah. So right after I graduated, I was lucky enough to, um, I booked, uh, I worked at a regional theater called main state music theater, which is mm-hmm. one of the best East coast regional summer theaters. Um, it's an equity theater. I got to work with some of the best Broadway directors and performers. And I did that for three months. We did Grease. We did the Wizard of Oz. We did Hello Dolly, a bunch of review shows. It was really, really special. And through that, I then got, I booked a job at a different part in Maine doing a straight play. So I, This all the time, but I thank Ole Miss for that because I was able to go and be kind of this like dancer, singer, actor, and then also book a straight play because I had such an amazing acting training and singing training and dancing training, which at some schools you can't get that because you have such a focus on Mm. like one specific talent. But I did that and then I booked uh the national tour of a Charlie Brown Christmas. Nice went on that and then the pandemic hit (laughs) Uh and then after the pandemic I kind of switched gears a little bit to being on the other side of the table um I worked as an associate for Jacob Brent who is uh was Broadway's Mr. Mistopheles for Hmm. forever and worked as his associate on Hello Dolly again Mm -hmm. um for the summer and then I was doing Legally Blonde. And then I actually just got to do one of, another one of like the most special projects I think I've been a part of. I just was involved in the workshopping and residency of a new musical called Sueños, our, our American musical at New York Theater Barn, which was amazing. But yeah, so that's really what I've been up to. A little bit of everything. Now yeah. I'm getting back into the performance gear and ready to see what's coming next.
1: Yeah, so you are um, you are with our department now, choreographing Legally Blonde, which is our yeah. like, first big show back <laughs> since Yay. a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so what has that experience been like? Oh my
0: gosh, it's been so much fun. It's been great. I love working with Rory. I know he, he was my director for the last show that I did mm-hmm. at Ole Miss on the main stage. And we had such a great time. And being able to now be on the other side with him has been so fun. Seeing how his vision comes to life and how, how he's so collaborative with mm-hmm. other people that he's working with, it's, it's been really great. And it's been funny because I do know some of the seniors But other than that, I don't know really anyone. So to come in and kind of have a fresh start and be able to come in as a professional and a creative person has been really cool. And everyone's been so easy to work with. And it's been really fun.
1: Yeah. So are there certain things that you are bringing to the choreography for this show in particular? Are there like little hallmarks of the choreography that people can look out for? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it definitely
0: has a very strong jazz, Mm -hmm. uh, cheerleading, preppy feel to it. A lot of like influences of marching band and influences of cheerleading and influences of that classic, like musical theater, contemporary Mm -hmm. jazz. Um, And I think I, there are some things that I took a little bit of a different approach on just because uh, I was coming in not knowing anyone, not knowing anyone's mm-hmm. styles or um, where they were at in their training and everything like that. So I did take a couple of different approaches and I think it has paid out, paid off. I guess we'll see, <laughs> but but I yeah I think definitely that like marching band cheerleading musical theater style will definitely be able to be picked out from each number fun yeah it's been also so great working with um like these powerful women mm-hmm. that are in the cast uh and it's such like a female driven show. So that's been really fun too, being able to choreograph on like such strong female dancers and actors.
1: Yeah. And this is a huge show. Have you done choreography for this many <laughs> cast members before? No, this <laughs> is definitely, I mean, there's a lot of
0: people on stage at all times in a large theater. The 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 is huge, yeah, and the set is huge, and to make the choreography and everyone on stage fit that world has definitely been the biggest challenge, I think. And also, yeah, I've never done a project this big on my own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've always been like an assistant or an associate. So to be to be working as an independent professional. It's, I've, it's been amazing, but it's also been my hardest, hardest part so far. I'm sure. <laughs> lots of bodies on stage, but it's lots great. of bodies on
1: stage, <laughs> lots of bodies in, in a big space to fill.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly.
1: Well, I'm super excited to see it. I can't wait. I know the entire cast is so excited because again, we haven't been on stage for over a year. Um, so this is this is a big deal, and to co- I think to come back with such a big show with such high energy and so many people and all of that is is very special. And to be in the Ford Center in such a big space, I agree. I agree. I think this show's really really fun, mm-hmm. and it's
0: just about embracing yourself and like what you have the capability of doing. And I think it's not too deep, and I think mm-hmm. it's just a great show to come in back in theater in oxford and just have a good time like it's you don't have to sit and think and cry and like (laughs) you can cry happy tears i don't know but it's (laughs) it's just a really fun fun show it's funny it's high energy it's i think it's going to be the perfect show to come back um to the theater at old miss
1: yeah absolutely So you mentioned um, taking advantage of a lot of different opportunities and getting all the different kinds of training that you could have access to in the program. Do you have any advice for um, maybe incoming or current students about how best to take advantage of the program here?
0: Yeah, I think I basically said something like this, but like, I think volunteering Mm -hmm. and just going for every opportunity, like, Say yes to everything, obviously being careful of your mental and physical health. But saying yes to every opportunity that comes to you will make you get so much out of the program and you'll mm-hmm. leave feeling like you can handle the real world and the the real theater world. But I think coming in and just going diving head first that first two years. Mm-hmm specifically, I think is the best advice I could give. Just like go for it, make as many friends as possible, like talk to all the teachers, audition for every single show, um, audition for ghost light shows, uh, uh, volunteer to do an APO event, uh, mm-hmm. go to the game days, just do everything that you, you want to do and can do. And I think you'll kind of set yourself up for success there.
1: Awesome. That's great advice. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No,
1: go go ahead.
0: Um, I just think too, I don't know if it's talked about a lot, but like, I think it's important to also audition during the year for outside theater work, Mm -hmm. like for summer stock, for, for theme parks, for different shows, for community theater, Mm -hmm. something so that when you do leave Ole Miss for a time period, you're still using your tools and you're still getting your training in. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that really set me apart and set set up me up for success was I got the whole year of training from Ole Miss and then I would go away for the summer and I would work at a professional theater I would do a outdoor musical Mm -hmm. something like that where I would then get three more months of of training and experience and and expertise so I think that's also something that when I was at Ole Miss the teachers pushed for us to to do and I think I wouldn't be where I am if they didn't do that and we we didn't audition for stuff outside of Ole Miss as well right
1: right right nice yeah so um after Legally Blonde is done what's next for you Uh, that's the big question
0: (laughs) (laughs) right now um I'm not exactly sure I've been doing a bunch of callbacks and been auditioning in the city um because I did book this this workshop with the new musical, Duenos. Um There could be things going on in the future with that. Mm-hmm. Everything's a little bit up in the air, but that's just the, the beauty of our industry and that's how right. life is for as, a, as a freelance artist, I guess. But, but yeah, it's kind of up in the air right now. Hopefully it's something exciting will be announced soon. It
1: sounds very exciting.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: Well, um, is there anything else you would like to share (laughs) that we didn't touch on during this conversation? Just throwing it out there.
0: (laughs) I'm trying to think.
1: If not, we Um, can edit it out. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just think like it's so important um, as young artists and also now being um, heavily involved on like the creative side of things. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to do things like Legally Blonde that are fun and that are going to make people smile and make people have the best time sitting in the audience and also on the flip side I think it's really important to get those those new works get those works those plays those musicals those dance concerts that mm-hmm. are amplifying voices that have something to say that's more that's more deep and important and Things that people need to hear to think about things yeah. I don't know if I'm even making sense but I think it's important as artists to help amplify voices that need to be heard
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: whether that's hey let's have a great time and let's smile in the audience and let's like follow your dreams and follow your heart and go legally blonde or like <laughs> blonde hair and yay pink but also on the flip side being able to like Invoke thought and feeling and and uh, progress in the world through theater is also very important. I I think and I just there's a perfect balance of that that I don't think we as an art, artistic community know yet, but I think that we're on we're on the way. And as as young theater artists, I think we're the next generation of helping steer that.
1: Sure, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah. No, that was perfect. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Nicole. This is really oh, fun. Sure. I, it's fun to catch up with you and just to see your face. <laughs>
0: yes, you too. And I'm just so thankful for for what is it? The University of Mississippi Theater Arts and Film. Yeah. The full name, the full official name. I'm very thankful for, for the department for bringing me back and letting me be a part of of this, this show and their, their new season. I'm just so excited to be, to be here and be a part of it.
1: Yeah. Well, the whole department is excited to have you.
0: So so yeah.
1: And I I look forward to seeing you closer. I guess I'll see you on opening night.
0: (laughs) Yes. I'll see you there.
1: All right. Well, thank you again so much. I really appreciate you taking the time and we'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Yes.
0: Thank you so much.
1: (laughs) Thanks. Okay. Once again, that was Nicole Fava recent-ish graduate and current choreographer of our production of Legally Blonde, which we are performing at the Ford Center for the Performing Arts, October 29th through 31st. There's more information about the show and how you can see it in the show notes, and I hope you'll check that out because it's a super fun show and we'd love to see you there. Until next time, this is Stage and Screen.